Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this session, we learn that John didn't get the offer after a super day at an investment bank, but that this setback has motivated him to continue his networking efforts. In this chat, I really challenge him to significantly increase his volume of outreach to at least two hours every day, and we walk through some searches he could be using on the sales navigator in LinkedIn to find people that are relevant to him. Now that uh, he isn't in his fall internship, his main focus should be on his job search and his classes in that order. Enjoy. All right, dude. John, what's going on, man? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a very romantic, beautiful rooftop view. Um, hopefully, you great, have, right by the beach. <laughs> hopefully, you have a date tonight. If you don't, um, maybe we can help you out on that in that front, too. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, my girlfriend and I are going to hang out over the weekend. Unfortunately, I have a midterm later today and a paper due tonight, so I can't do too much. They're not very romantic at Irvine. Yeah, no, not romantic at all. Yeah. Uh, my professors really did that on purpose. So yeah, that is what it is. Um, but so far this week's been pretty busy. I had two midterms yesterday and the term today in the paper tonight. Um, so I heard back from the boutique in LA from the super day I had two weeks ago and that was a no go. Um, I thought I did well overall. Um, I killed the technicals. There was probably like one or two parts that I feel like kind of held me back. Uh, one was probably like my lack of experience in the tech space because they were solely focused on like TMT, yeah, the like a heavy emphasis on tech. And they asked me like, they asked me one question about like if I was building up like a top-down revenue model, and I was trying to forecast something. And like they're like, what questions would you ask your client to kind of get some info on how to do that? And I kind of like bombed that one. I was like talking about like it's focused towards like. A SaaS company, I could only go as far as like churn rates and number of subscriptions. And there's a lot more that I could have probably prepped for, but I wasn't expecting that specifically. And I probably should have, and it just killed me. And then the model um, had a modeling portion of the day. And I, I thought I did okay uh, when the like senior analyst came in and he was like reviewing with me. He said I did better than most, but I didn't kill it. So maybe somebody came in the next day and killed it. So who knows? Tell me about what that, what was that test? Just like a three statement model? Yeah. It's a three statement model. I thought I did fine. Um, there were like some parts where I was like stressed for time and like I would make one error and then the whole thing would mess up. So I had to go back and redo that. So that kind of like stumped me. But other than that, like I thought I did, I was like studying for quite a bit using the wall street prep, uh, yeah. modeling guides. So are I you guys, are you using uh, your mouse when you're doing that? No, they didn't, give, they, didn't, they didn't give me a mouse. They didn't give you a mouse, good. No, so do you feel like, uh, are you comfortable? Are you getting faster with the quickies and everything? Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely feel so. Um, I kind of want to go through that guide again, just to get a grasp of the 3 standard model a little better um, before jumping onto other models. So I think that'll definitely help like further down the line too when I do you know, eventually start anywhere. Um, yeah, it's, it's helpful if you hit the ground running and you're just like uh, – a master in Excel with all the quickies. It's a huge difference. It's the one thing, it's the one tool you're going to be in like 50 plus hours a week out of the 90 or whatever you're going to be working. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah okay. No, so, that so sense. that's, that was tough. So you, you made it to super day, which is great. Um, mm -hmm. when was that? When was that super day? 
Uh, two Fridays ago. Two Fridays ago. Okay. So, um, and you heard last week there was a no go. Did they mm-hmm. say, did they give you any feedback besides like you, it sounds like you knew kind of the, the revenue build, um, on a SaaS business was tough for you. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you know the answer to that question now? kind of gave me like some like answers, but I kind of forgot. It was like subscriptions, what type of subscribers you have, like long-term, short-term, uh, mm-hmm. what type of subscription are they purchasing premium or not premium and mm-hmm. uh, churn rates and a bunch of other stuff that I couldn't really tell you, like some more jargon. In, so in that space. I, I know you've been sick. I know you've been sick, but how is the other stuff going? Like, so you had that one. What else is in the pipeline? Anything else right now? Um, there is. So yeah, there are a couple things actually um so there is um a tech shop in palo alto they're like a small boutique that i have i actually started networking a lot after that super day just because on the off chance you know i didn't get it so i have a person round. actually i have a few phone calls next week so i have a shop in palo alto tech shop i'll probably be way more prepared for it now that i understand what's going to happen um there is actually a shop down here, a middle market shop in Irvine that mm-hmm. just brought on a new director and she was actually UCI alum and I reached out to her. It was kind of just like weird timing that she just happened to like hop on. And she actually said that like, yeah, I'm starting to build a team here. Like let's have a call next week. So I'm going to take that really seriously. Yeah. Um, and then I started looking um, at other things as well. Like next week I have a first round interview with, uh, it's like a fund of funds. You told me to start looking for other things aside from investment making. So I was looking for an investment analyst role at a fund of funds here in Irvine as well. And then also an equity research um, position in New York with, I think, a pretty, we talked about this, I feel like, before. Um, yeah, dude, if you can get to New York, even if it's, you know, equity research, anything fund of funds, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's huge because you're in New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you could easily lateral after a year. Mm-hmm. And it's not an issue. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it really isn't an issue because once you've been working for a year and it's a somewhat related skill set, whether it's transaction advisory services at the big four, whether it's equity research, something that shows you're doing like some valuation work or some something mm-hmm. relevant to banking, mm-hmm. you should be able to get into a middle market with some really good network with some hard, you know, strong networking in New York because you're you can literally get coffee with anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so I believe it. You know, that's, that's the thing. So it, location matters in the sense of like, if you are going to not take a, a banking gig right after, or you're not, if, if you don't land it, um, mm-hmm. which is not uncommon coming out of UCI, even if you're a great student um, and look, you're learning a lot. You're getting better at interviewing, I assume after doing all this, like mm-hmm. think back like four yeah, or five I feel more months. confident. Yeah. I feel more confident with everything, like all around like technicals uh, and behaviorals as well. So um, I feel like, I mean, the more I keep going, the further I keep going. So I feel like it has to come soon. Well, that comes across to, um, in, in your, in your interviews, as you get more confidence, you actually relax a little bit more and be, you can show more of your personality versus being like, Oh no, like what's good. Like all stiff. Like. Yeah. All stiff and like, uh, and then you don't come across as likable. Um, you know, you gotta be careful with the seeming too cash, like, Oh, he's cocky kind of thing. Mm. Um, so it was funny, uh, just released something on LinkedIn. It was a highlight of kind of the discussion of what goes on after all the candidates leave. I read did that. You, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> one kid was yeah. too cocky. The other one was, uh, like had no personality. <laughs> was, mm-hmm. was a boring stiff. He was solid, but no personality. Solid, but no personality. Yeah, yeah exactly. So there's, there's a happy medium. There's a happy medium yeah. in there. So I think that's, that's the trick. And the more reps you get, the, the more comfortable you're going to get. Um, mm-hmm. And don't let, the, don't let the, the rejections or the no's kind of dissuade you because I can tell mm-hmm. you I got rejected probably 16, 17 times before I got the yes. Yeah. But it was deserved. One, it was deserved. Yeah. I mean, that one, the, this last one probably hurt the most just because it's the furthest I got in the investment making process aside from like my internships. But in full-time recruiting, so that one kind of hurt the most. But you know, bouncing back, I already feel better about you know the the future you know possibilities. So this so. Irvine, this Irvine alum, where is she, where is she located? Um, she's in Irvine. So she was at like a shop in in Newport Beach, like a smaller shop, and now she's like a little market shop in Irvine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have 
I think their HQ is in Irvine, but they might have another location as well. Okay, so um, you're you're gonna try to. I was looking at it's banking, you know, it's banking and, yeah, yeah, it's investment. Yeah, so they have a they have an office in New York as well. So they're in Irvine, in New York, um, with HQ in uh, Irvine. That's awesome. Yeah, that could be yeah. uh, that could be a perfect place to start. That'd be nice. There's another analyst over there right now. Well, they all, like I said, there's a really small shop and they have another analyst over there who's from UCI. I've been trying to reach out to him, but he hasn't responded. So I'm probably going to send him a follow-up next week. So we'll yeah, see. just keep harassing <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in a friendly way, in a friendly yeah. way and not, not too frequently, like not too back to back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, also yeah. one thing I wanted to run by you. Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. So like, through all this recruiting, um, I noticed that there's still a couple like summer analyst spots open for 2020, uh, like around the area. And I was, I just wanted to hear your thought process on like, what would you think if like someone in my position decided to go for like a plus one master's in finance and then accept one of those roles? Um, Cause I have been building a pretty strong connection with one of the associates and GPs uh, at Moss Adams mm-hmm. here in Irvine. And he pushed up my resume to the MD for their summer analyst role. And I told him like, oh, I was thinking just like off a of whim. I was just like, yeah, I was thinking about maybe doing the plus one. And like, I just started thinking about it like this week as a possibility. So I just wanted and to hear what you think. In the sense of it gives you another round of shot. It gives you another year to go through it. Yeah. Possibility. Like I'm still going to shoot for full time. Like, I got rather like, of course, I'd rather take well, like, full time off at first, but let's say I don't get it. And my like, concern but my concern with the master's in finance is it's a pretty new degree mm-hmm. um, and it's expensive from what I know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw and it. It's expensive. It's a new degree. And also it's no guarantee of getting mm-hmm. in. I think if you know early on that, yeah, you want banking, it can help because you get another bite at the apple in terms mm-hmm. of the internships. Um, it's especially good for kids who kind of learn yeah. about some banking, like junior and senior year <laughs> when it's kind of too late. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be good, but it's an expensive thing, man. So, like, I, I would really hesitate to like encourage you to do that and take out. Uh-huh. You, are you taking out loans right now? Uh, no, fortunately. So your parents are helping you out. Yeah, tremendously. So yeah, it's just the, how much of the stress is on them. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So like, I guess optionality is good to have. Would you be going when you say a plus one? Would you stay at UCI or would you be able to get into yeah. it? I mean, I looked at uh, like local schools too, like USC and UCLA. Um, but I don't know. I, it's just I think their applications are about to close very soon while UCI's they have two more uh, application dates. What about like uh, I'm trying to think what are the top masters in finance programs? What about like shooting higher? Cause like you already have the UCI network, mm-hmm. UCI alum. I think there's more value add to go somewhere else. Yeah. And if, if the costs are similar or within five or $10,000, the same, like one's 40, one's 50, like I would go over the 50 K just to get a different, if it's a, if it's a strong school. Okay. I'll um, look into that. But Yeah. I mean, like if you have time, it's right? Like so one's, first choice. Yeah. It's not really first choice. No. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do it for the second bite of the apple. I mean, the other thing you could say to them is that I'm willing to do an internship, you know, even if there's no full time right after. Mm-hmm. It just gives me more time. About my resume. Yeah. It helps, helps a little bit longer. And then when you're just doing the internship, you could just be networking. Like main, like your whole job will be the internship. There's no school mm-hmm. at that point. Mm-hmm. And there's that makes no, sense. There's no spring. I mean, it's a little risky because you could come out of that summer and they're like, sorry, there's no full time or the economy could go down and then you're, <laughs> you're just really screwed. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think it's one of those things where you have to like with the way the pros and cons, I would say if you can get into a top MSF, yes. And like you go into it, like knowing great. And then, but I would do, I would, like hold it off from committing and writing that first check as long as you can to see if you can just get the job. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. That's, right that was the plan. Like went until like the final application date for any top school that I'd try to apply to. But yeah, I'm for sure still getting for that full time. It was just a thought that I had this past week. Yeah. It's not a bad, it's a, not a bad thought because things are, what is it? You know, mid February. 
Um, mm-hmm. The full-time spots are probably getting pretty full, but you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of people. Sometimes people are hiring last minute, especially the boutiques. Mm-hmm. Um, they true. often don't know when there's a need. Sometimes in the summer they give a bonus and then people, people peace out and all of a sudden they have an opening. Yeah. For those people that like are looking for like as need, do they tend to look for, you know, new college grads or do they, you know, mostly look for, you know, lateral hires? Almost all of them look for lateral hires, but I will say that oftentimes they can't find the lateral hire. So they end up eventually hiring. (laughs) Okay. Hiring uh, right out of college. Uh, Last choice. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you guys are coming in. You don't really have, like, they have to teach you or train you up. Um, if you yeah. can go, if you can convince them through the networking that, like, you have the modeling skills, like, you're going to be able to hit the ground running faster than, like, mm-hmm. a typical college kid, then I think, you know, you can assuage their fears a little bit. But um, that's just all how you carry yourself and how you interview and showing that you're a sharp guy and, and that you're likable. I think that's really what it takes. So there's no like fast rule or, or, you know, set rule, especially with these small boutiques. It's like all over the map. There yeah, are, I'm sure there sense. are some that do have a small little program that they put like two interns through a year or three interns through a year. Um, I know yeah. uh, Grace got an internship in uh, New York and she, it's like a really, it's a small boutique, but like there's only typically like one or two interns at a time. That mm-hmm. like going mm-hmm. through the, that, and they work through the year while they're in school. Oh, really? So she's going to be working there throughout the year? Yeah. So she's working there oh. in like only, wow. uh, only about 15 hours during the week now, but then in the summer, it'll be more like full time. That's awesome though, that she gets yeah. experience for the year. That's awesome. Yeah. She gets through the year and she's a freshman. So she's going to have that to just like crush it. <laughs> yeah, recruiting. she does. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she, she, she but she's at a non-target too. She's at, yeah. you know, she's, she's at a place that's getting stronger each year, but historically mm-hmm. it hasn't sent it to front office banking. Uh, yeah, that's so awesome though. Good for her. Path, but yeah, I mean, it's easier when you're starting younger, right? I mean, people are yeah. always like, it's funny. I had an interview with a guy. He's like, yeah, people tell you like, oh, you have time to figure it out. They're like, they're lying. Like the kids who get the jobs and get the offers are the ones who like knew <laughs> coming into college. Like, this is what I want to do. He's like, it's, it's a lie. Yeah. You don't have time. <laughs> it just gets harder. There's that small time. percent that like I've read like on WSL. Like there's that small percent. They're like, oh, can I still get into baking? Like 20 years out. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. Am I too old? And it, it's never too old. There's never a like, no, it's impossible. It's just you're stacking odds against yourself. Um, the mm-hmm. longer you wait and the longer you don't get in yeah the longer you don't sense. know what you like I, I still get emails from kids who are like i'm interested in kind of like private equity banking hedge fund they're like all over the map asset management maybe like yeah. or you like, gotta decide and go or they'll just say like finance like they'll be like fine i'm interested in finance <laughs> i'm like you have a long way to go man <laughs> i know that's yeah. like a huge red flag to me i'm like oh man this this person just and they say that I want a career in finance. Like it's such a huge umbrella term that to mm-hmm. me, they don't really know what they want because they haven't done the research to know what each job is like. Yeah, that makes sense. And so, um, yeah, man, I think you're, uh, you, it sounds then like, they hit, then they're hit with the brutal reality. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're, so are you reaching mostly through LinkedIn? Um, how are you doing these, these networking? LinkedIn, LinkedIn email. So, I mean, primarily I find like everybody on LinkedIn, um, and if, you know, then I jump to their website, go through the team. Like if it's a small group, usually they have like a team section and then I'll find their email and, and hit them up. Um, usually I tend to hit up the older uh, individuals, like the VPs and MDs via email and then the, the younger people on LinkedIn, like the analysts and the associates. Uh, but I kind of like flip flop back and forth. Um, and I've been getting a lot of responses on, on LinkedIn with the younger individual, just cause I feel like they're more active on it. Yeah. Um, so that, that was good. Actually, the the interview I have with the shop in Palo Alto was through networking via LinkedIn. Awesome. And did you? Um, how many people like per week do you think you're reaching out to or connecting with? Are, what are your connections up to? Should I look? Nine hundred twenty plus. Okay. Like they definitely jumped in the past two weeks. Like almost maybe like. 75 to 100 the past two weeks i almost wish i almost wish we could like reverse your internship and like so it would have jumped 
five months ago <laughs> to like 2000, yeah. but you were busy, right? You were doing school yeah. and you were in doing your internship, which was a good internship to have. Yeah, I think the internship definitely helped me. Uh, in the office down there, were super helpful and super great. I definitely learned a lot, and it's it was great like speaking points throughout like the interview process uh, with the the tech bank in uh, LA, and yeah. they were so kind enough to. I don't know if this is, this is probably not common throughout, but like they also sent like a letter of rec um, to the guys in LA after my uh, super day. So that was super super nice. That's great, and there's still no real analyst opening for the LA position, right? Yeah. Now they're super small. They, yeah, they're super small. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like how you how you can get aggressive to. I mean, if you think about it, they're super small, but would they let you call yourself? Let's say worst comes worst worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. You're like, hey, I'm willing to go do a master's to potentially spend $50,000 more because you have to like feed yourself. I'm willing to spend $50,000 to pay to have another shot at recruiting. What if you were to go to the, one of these boutiques, like the, the one in LA mm -hmm. and say, yeah, I know you guys are really small. You don't need anybody. What if I just work for free? Mm -hmm. Over the summer or throughout just my in general, be like, just let me call myself an investment banking analyst. Oh, okay. Instead of an intern, because I can tell you, for a fact, if you worked for six months even, or even if you did a year mm -hmm. where your parents, you're just living cheaply, mm -hmm. you're like just getting that experience on your resume, that changes everything. Eating a cup of noodles. It changes, but it changes everything. It changes your yeah. whole trajectory. Like it's the pay is totally inconsequential in your first year. Yeah. Yeah. I figured like I'm not like They can about pay you 50 K or you, you can pay 50 K to get a, a master's that means very little in terms of education, but it's just really another re-up on, on OCR. Or if yeah. you can just somehow find a way to get a banking job where you're doing relevant work because it has nothing to do with, it, it's really about relevant work. That's all it is in networking. Mm -hmm. So if you can get the relevant work in any way, shape or form and make it look like, hey, I've done a year of actual investment banking work and I'm not just an intern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm even if you had to pay for that experience, like I would tell everybody, if you, you know, if you could even potentially think to afford a master's, I would often say, if you can get it, if you can pay, if you paid for that job, I would tell you like pay for the job, pay them to let you work there. Like that's how, that's how crazy the masters. Yeah. That's yeah. how, that's how much more valuable it is because then it's, then you have the mm -hmm. resume and you're going to get, you're going to get, try to get picked off by all these middle market firms. They're going to have lateral hires because you're going to be active and recruiting and networking. So you're going to hear about these lateral jobs and then you'll be like, Oh yeah, I worked on this deal. I worked on this deal. All of a sudden you have the transaction experience. All of mm -hmm. a sudden they're like, Oh, this kid's great. They don't need to know that you're working for a pittance or whatever. Yeah. So how do you suggest I go ahead and do that then? Like do my networking and be like, Hey, like, like first or maybe second point of contact. Maybe second point of contact. Be like, hey, like this is what I'm trying to do. Well, okay. So for example, this place that um, that you made to Super Day with, mm -hmm. and they said it's not going to work out. Um, mm -hmm. The hiring manager or whatever. Um, see, the problem is I don't think they can hire you for free. It's mm -hmm. like yeah, that's legal good. issues. Yeah. So it's like oftentimes it's more of that. Um, although I'll tell you a really small place with like one or two people I've heard nightmare stories where they're paying. I had a guy on who was like, got his MBA at, I can't remember where, um, John Hopkins. He was straight from India, got his MBA at John Hopkins because John Hopkins is a well-known like brand. So he thought it was going to like set him up for banking. Couldn't get in. Ended up at this tiny boutique with like basically one guy doing deals. And the guy was working him like a dog, like 90 hours a week. He was getting paid a thousand dollars like a month. That's brutal. That's brutal. And yeah. eventually he like, you know, moved up, he's a lateral, moved, right? moved up and lateral. And now he's, you know, at a big four doing M&A work and stuff like that. And he has to get a great job. But mm -hmm. those types of stories, um, there's, there's less extreme versions of that. Mm -hmm. That where, you know, if you work 60 hours a week and you're getting paid even like just a stipend, a low stipend, mm -hmm. um, you could almost say something like, um, the people that to the, to the place you got to be like really appreciate all your time just want to let you know i'm um 
I, I am determined to work in uh, investment banking. It's something I really want to do. If there is any other alternative um, thing besides the analyst program, whether that's an extended internship or a, um, a support to the analysts, it's something that I would be happy to do. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I could be more cost effective because I, d I don't need to be paid or I can be paid extremely low. Um, mm -hmm salary because I'm, I value all, you know, I value the experience and the skill set that it's going to bring me and not the, not the pay. So okay. I'll give it a go. I think if you say something like that, and I'd be happy to uh, <clears throat> read through that email, there's really no, all it's showing is that you're hungry and that you don't care about the pay or both and you just care about the experience. Yeah. If, if you're willing to do that, um, it may actually leave an imprint such the point is if they do have an analyst at opening like in a few months or something happens and they're getting busier than they expected they may be like let's actually bring that guy <laughs> let's yeah. talk to john again because he seemed like ready to go rearing to go you know um it, i say that a lot to like the as you're ending interviews really show that you want it and really communicate that mm -hmm. like, directly mm -hmm. um how you close is really important not just like the handshake and the eye contact and all that stuff but like um, just being like, well, you know, it's great. You know, it's really great to meet you. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm really excited about this position. If there's, um, just let you know, like, I really do want this job. I think, you know, I'd, I'd work extremely hard for you guys and, um, I'd love to be part of the team. Just something like direct like that is actually can go a long way. Mm -hmm. You're like kind of on the edge about your candidacy to kind of push it over. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. To get any offer. I'll definitely start doing that for future interviews too. Yeah, because a lot of people will just kind of go through the motions and be like, okay, great, nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. And they're a little timid. You're a little shy. You're a little nice. Bye. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bye. See you later. <laughs> Please hire me, I hope. Instead of like, you got to have a little bit of aggression in there and just to let yeah. them know that like you're hungry for it because um, it's a tough job. Yeah, definitely. Okay, sounds good. Um, give it a go i'll write up the email and uh, shoot it over to you so you yes, can read it, shoot over. it over to me i don't see any harm in it um as long as it doesn't sound desperate mm -hmm. um we got to make sure it sounds like you just really want it um and you're willing to, to work like because yeah. the way i see it it really doesn't matter like i, I would tell you to pay fifty thousand dollars to a bank to let you work there mm -hmm. for a year rather than pay for a master's like i would honestly tell you that yeah that makes sense um, because the skill, the, the, the brand value, the deals, the transactions you get on your resume are about 10 times more valuable than having a master's degree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Crazy. I hear you. Sounds crazy, you. but like, that's what people care about. Like, can he hit the ground running and then any lateral position in banking, um, it's going to be fair game for you to attack. And then any place that is hiring an, an, even a middle market, uh, shop that, let's say lost a bunch of analysts after a, after a bonus season, mm -hmm. they're going to be like, Hey, we're willing to look at boutique people, but they have to have at least a year experience. And then boom, you're like there. You're like, Hey, that's me. I'm ready. And then you'll actually get paid. Yeah. Let's go places. <clears throat> so, um, so I know you don't really care. I know you're not like asking, like going after only places that pay well, cause it's all mm -hmm. standardized. But I think even emphasizing that, like leaning into that more, could be a way to um, to potentially open up spots, especially for like this this uh, Irvine, this smaller. Hey, we're starting to look for people, mm -hmm. um, especially for companies like that, because cost does matter to them. Yeah, I could shoot you their name. Um, sure. Offline. Sure. And then maybe you can take a look at them and, and see what's going on. Yeah, because if it's in middle market, they probably won't do it. But it, I think it it shows. Um, I would do that upfront. I would do it if like in the set, like you said, the second or third meeting, maybe even during the super day, just to let them know that like you are, um, you're really serious about this. And mm -hmm. you know, even if you had to work for free, um, that's not what matters to you. The pay is not what matters. It matters just getting that first yeah. job right out of school such that you can learn and be around people like um, them so, and, and learn how they, how they conduct themselves and how they do it. And then you'll but, soon learn that it's all about eating shit, uh, shit flowing downhill, PowerPoints and Excel, <laughs> bitch work. Yeah. but that doesn't matter because then you become, yeah, but then it doesn't matter because then you're show it's basically signaling to every other bank out there that you have that experience. Yeah. And you said you would do this after the first phone call or like, maybe yeah, don't do it in the first super day. Okay. Don't do it in the first try to try to kind of just go through the standard things, especially if you have yeah. an alumni, I mean, be hungry. Like I said, and close with that, mm -hmm. uh, I close with the, you know, I really, you know, would love this 
from the job. I think you know, I'd work extremely hard for you. Um, and I know that, you know, at a smaller firm, you know, if, if you're talking like boutique, like five, five man, 10 man shop, I think talking about like pay not mattering is will actually resonate at a middle market. If it's like 20, 50, hundred bankers, I think less so. So it, mm-hmm. it kind of depends um, how big the shop is because okay. they become a little less price sensitive if they're hiring like 10 analysts. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. I got it. Sounds good. Yeah. I mean, a little stump of the road, but I'm, I'm still excited to push forward. Um, so it's been a fun process and I'm still hungry. So. How many, how many places, how many people are you like reaching out to uh, per week? Would you say now you're up to 900 connections, but yeah. Um, just this past week alone, I feel like I reached out to at least 10 places. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe like one or two at each, uh, just cause I maybe wouldn't get a response at one and then send another. How many, but how many, like, are, are you doing it through like connection requests or LinkedIn mails? Yeah. Well, I'm, like I said, it's half email, like half LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn has been more responsive and then emails, not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, like emails, maybe like a 35% hit rate while like, are you doing like maybe 55 um, emails it takes yeah 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 i've been using that yeah follow-ups definitely been working um but it takes like i, I usually like my follow-ups are one week send the initial email next week follow up and then i'll wait like maybe one and a half to two weeks and i'll send like the third email and then maybe like another two weeks so yeah usually like on that third or second second and third have been like my sweet spots yeah so it's like, I'm getting, I'm getting near that point right now for most of these people, um, since my interview. So I should start hearing back from the email soon. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And there's, there's something to be said for, um, scaling up like your LinkedIn or doing it more efficiently. Like, I feel like you're, you're doing the, you're doing the emails, you're doing the research, going to the site and then you're kind of doing, you're splitting it a little bit. You're doing some mm-hmm. LinkedIn and some email, which is fine. Um, but if you connect with people on LinkedIn, I think we talked about this, you have their email. Did you know that? Like you can see yeah, their yeah. email on the profile. So mm-hmm. if, if you, and I think you can do a hundred a day, mm-hmm. you can do a hundred connection requests a day. So I think you're trying to stay in the LA area, right? I don't have a preference. Like I said, like the Chicago, equity research, maybe like in, in, um, New York, like I get that, like I'm, I'm going. Yeah. So I think, you know, I, I think it, it would be smart for you to like, number one, connect with every single investment banker in the LA region, or at okay. least send a connection request okay. um, to let them know you're graduating soon. You know, you'd love to get in touch and hear about their da da da, just to try and set up a ton of, um, a ton more phone calls. How many phone okay. calls are you doing a week? You're doing like a couple phone calls a week. Yeah, a few. Like next week, I think I only have like five. Yeah, I mean, so you I could probably, without internships, you could probably do 20 to 30. I, I, I'm running Wall Street Oasis and I'm doing yeah. sometimes 50 calls in a week and it's brutal <laughs> for bringing on new mentors. Yeah. But I'm insane. doing it. <laughs> I don't think about that. Like through all the podcasts and like that I, that I hear, I'm like, how many like phone calls do you have in a week? Like he's a probably lot. talking to so many people. Like, I'm, talking lot, I'm talking to a lot of people. <laughs> I actually told my guy that helps me with like the link, I'm like, like, dude, slow down a little bit. I'm like, it's just getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome though. That's awesome. It's good. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, with schoolwork, it sounds like, you know, without the internship, I think it should be like your internship. Yeah. Okay. Treat it like no, that. definitely. It should be like a full-time job. It should be like a full-time job. And if you treat yeah. it like that, you're going to see some amazing results. Um, mm-hmm. And so that means like literally getting off with me and connecting with like a hundred people. That Got have- it. The right, I mean, I would start with LA people around you that you could meet in person. That says a much bigger impact mm-hmm. developing that thing, but then quickly move to SF, quickly move to Chicago, New York, whatever. Um, and New York is like the pool is just enormous. Um, but do you have Sales Navigator? Sales Navigator? Yeah. Do you have like the ability to do those searches, those smart searches, and whatever? Like, uh, I've, never, I've never actually heard of Sales Navigator. Um, yeah. Let me. Let me share my screen. So if you go here, your sales nav. 
um, and you go to like key search keyword advanced search you could do like um, industry investment banking you could do region geography um, Los Angeles you just literally start with this 6293 um, then you could do schools uh, Irvine 147. Mm -hmm. So I would start yeah. with this. You should absolutely be connected to every single one of these people. Okay. Got it. I know there's like another way we can do that or they taught us like at school. It's like jumping onto um, like the school's page, going to the alumni and then typing in whatever field you want to go into. But I feel yeah. like this is probably more efficient. Yeah. I mean, literally this is like their alum. There's 100 and, 147 alum. Here's an MD. At Intrepid, um, President at Crossroads, VP at Barclays, VP Business De Development, Senior Vice President at Focal Point Partners. It's like a boutique, it looks like. Mm -hmm. Is this some of the purchase? Or the purchase, yeah, it's like 60 to 70 okay. bucks a month or something. Okay. This is also cheaper than a master's in finance. Just fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is much cheaper, and this could lead to the same point. Um, so mm -hmm. I would definitely uh, encourage you to invest in it, so you can do smarter searches. So UC Irvine's one thing, but like, why not do? Um, are there other non-targets in LA? Like UCLA is kind of yeah, a definitely. Like I mean, there's used. I mean, like in terms of UCs, like around the area, there's like UCR, UC San Diego, UC Santa Barbara, kind of like I would, I would. All those people, because I bet you. So if I go to well filters and I go to like UC Santa Barbara, good example. Like you have something to talk mm -hmm. about right away. Let me see mm -hmm. UC Santa Barbara, sixty-seven. Look at that. Mm -hmm. And these people, the odds of them getting on a phone with you are going to be really high. Yeah. Director at Omahan went to UC Santa Barbara. Nice. Like these should be the first people you hit up, mm -hmm. you know? And it, it sounds like you, you did like, t you're reaching out to 10, but you're being, you're being very like calculating. Specific. Yeah. Like, I'm like, like, dude, you need to go for volume. Right. Okay. Now. Like it needs sense. to be literally a hundred a day. Okay. Cause Got like the, the, these, like a, a short little, like the connection requests, uh, connect this little thing mm -hmm. is a tiny message. That's like, Hey Parker, um, saw that you went to UC Barbara. I'm at UC Irvine. Um, also interested in uh, investment banking. Saw you're you know over at Salem. I'd love to love to hear more. Um, you have a chance. I've just finished uh, my uh, fall internship. Um, I'm looking. You know, um, just looking to learn more about blah 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 real estate investment banking. Whatever it is. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, would love to connect. In, I think you're going to get a pretty good hit rate with that because you're making that connection between the UCs. Um, let me see what else you see. What's UCL? Uh, I don't think that's part no. of the UC, <laughs> yeah. UC San Diego, like UC San Diego, UCR. David, you uh, see San Diego is perfect. That would be not as much, but 54 there. Duffin Phelps would be a great firm to start at. Mm -hmm. Talk to Rob. Talk to Rob and Kim. Talk to um, KPMG Corporate Fin. Talk to talk to Megan. She's mm -hmm. in Costa Mesa. Um, Lincoln International be a great place to start in LA. All these people, man. And now I feel like you're also like more polished now in terms of your interview skills. So it's not going to be one of those things where you're like you don't need to be shy. Yeah, just go for it. You have three months till you graduate. Yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> like literally, your full time job should be hundred a day. You're hitting out your max, like literally max it out, and then mm -hmm. to the point where you're like, okay, shit, I gotta slow down the top of the funnel because I have so many phone calls. Yeah. Okay. That but makes just sense. just from that, as you go from February to March to April, let's say you're getting April and you're literally doing forty calls a day. Sorry, 40 calls a week. <laughs> it was like a day. 
Hey, let's do doing, <laughs> let's do you're doing 40 calls a week. Seriously, like 10 calls a day in between your classes at night, whenever you can on the weekends, um, meeting with people, there's going to be, you're going to be so well connected with people in and around the UCs and whatever that you're going to hear about an opening and you're at least going to get a shot. So it's going to help you get another like 10, five to 10 shots before you graduate, ideally. And mm-hmm. it may not be at a KPMG or a Lincoln because you may be too late or a Duffin Phelps, but it could be at a smaller boutique. Or they're like, oh, I actually have a friend. He runs this shop over here. He's kind of looking for somebody. Because yeah. you don't, the worst thing you can be doing right now is spending time on job boards and dropping mm-hmm. your resume. It's a total waste of your time. Okay. Like, okay. It's just, you need a direct referral. You need to make the connections. Um, and so, literally 100 a day. Okay. Because this takes yeah, I, this I takes one minute per person takes one minute if you have a standard like template. Yeah, and so like, like an hour and forty. Hour, yeah. Two hours, two hours a day. Two gotcha. hours a day. Two hours, two hours a day. That's a day. ten hours a week. But then you know what's going to start happening is once you start actually going at that rate, it's quickly going to become you're going to not be able to do a hundred a day because you're going to be able, you're going to be having all these emails and people reaching back out and you're going to have to, um, after you sent that invite, you got to re reconnect. Um, and you're going to quickly move through the UCs. I mean, this is only a couple of days of work. Yeah. 54 plus like 67. I think. So let's talk right. about what else. So if you, do you have a piece of paper or notes or you can type it on your computer? Yeah. I would say do the UCs first. So Irvine, obviously San Diego, mm-hmm. I think that's a great connection is that was really smart for you to, to bring up because there mm-hmm. is that California, there is that, um, um, what about like, like a California, what about like a Fullerton, a California State Fullerton? Cal State, Cal States. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because they have there's eighty another eighty one persons there. Eighty one people. Okay. Um, and some of these are in like senior roles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not a ton. Actually, I'm looking at this. But like this guy, managing director at Synergy Advisors in Newport. Do you know him? What is Synergy Advisors? Uh, I haven't heard of them. More like compliance. Yeah. That's not, it's not great. So like, obviously at the non-targets, you're gonna get some, <laughs> you're gonna get some, not, not as many blue chip. It's all right. I mean, just getting my foot in the door is what matters, right? Exactly. Uh, Visa Advisory Group. Mm-hmm. In Irvine, Jeff Chung. We used to, uh, I can't find it. Anyways, but you should be able to like, you know, look at their, um, so that's like UC corporate development manager, commercial real estate broker, controller. Oh, Harvey, is that where you were? Yeah, Harvey. that's where I was. Yep. Okay. Um, and then keep up to date with those people too, the people you interned with. Um, well, I'm trying to think what other things we could do besides school. Um, I mean, any non-target, man. Yeah, any non-target, like anywhere, right? Anywhere. <laughs> like specifically California first, but yeah, anywhere. California, but like you could literally go. Um, so for example, I could do. instead of uh, Los Angeles, or maybe you do Los Angeles, you keep it Los Angeles to keep it reasonable, but now you do um, UL filters, you go to university and you type in something like um, Penn State. Mm-hmm. Let's see if there's anybody in LA. That's it. 11. Boom. Director of m and Nice. That, these guys are going to be, these look like actual banks, small mm-hmm. banks. Mm-hmm. Hulihan Loki. Uh, what else? After Penn State, uh, let's think of another company. Uh, just a large state, Michigan. University of Michigan. Well, they're kind of. Yeah, kind of target. Yeah, try Michigan State. Seven results. But look at this. This is like beautiful. Central Michigan. One person. <laughs> mm. uh, Western Michigan. Five people. Five. 
Now these are, these are, it's, it's a little tough. Tool. They're not really investment banking. All of them. Some of them mm -hmm. have marked investment banking. Sometimes they work for an investment bank, but they're not doing an investment banking function. So you've got to be a little bit. So like out of those 200 people, 300 people, it may only be like so out of these, like zero there, California state. Um, I mean, UCLA is going to be packed, but yeah, of course, but UCLA, they may be open to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some, some people that I reached out to have been pretty friendly. 199. It's a lot more. Mm -hmm. So I would start there. Um, and then forget LA, like just do, uh, what about just instead of the LA region, you just do Irvine mm -hmm. across 357. So it really opens up because people may be in, Bay Area, <clears throat> New York, or Chicago, or CEO of Greenstone Equity Partners, headquartered in Dubai with additional service culture and GCC, Greenstone is raising capital. So, like, there's all there's these interesting places, man. If you can just develop some relationships here mm -hmm. and be yeah, excited absolutely. on the phone and like ask good questions, I think you Just might be surprised. Names. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's all about like building that that pool of people you're updating. Okay. Think of it like this. There's, you're doing like, you probably have like 50 people in some sort of reminder cycle of like people you're like talking to or emailed or maybe more, a couple hundred. Mm -hmm. So yeah. out of those couple hundred people, there'll be like a few spots that open up during these, before you graduate. And so like, doesn't leave you that much wiggle room for error in terms of interviews. Whereas if you, if you are able to expand that from like say 200 people um, to 2000 people where you don't do calls with 2000 people, but you reach out to 2000 people, you tell them your story or like, you know, you're looking. And then from there you do calls with say over the next um, three, four months, you do calls with like 400 people. <laughs> like if you actually do that, the odds of you getting into a lot more processes just explodes. Yeah, that makes sense. So it, it's really a numbers game. It's really about just getting yourself out there as much as humanly possible, like treating it like a full-time job. And if you do that, if you treat it like a full-time job, you actually put in 40 hours a week. And I've seen people go crazy with this. I've seen people do um, 60 hour weeks, but I mean, you're, you have school as a problem, but like when people are unemployed, and they're determined and they start getting desperate. They go all out. Yeah. They go all yeah. out. But like, you know, I would say to. do that now before it gets harder. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'll definitely do that. Okay. I have to pick it up. Yeah. Cause like, I think you're getting, I think you're being too cute about it. You're being too like thought you're almost being too thoughtful about it. And it's, it's reducing your volume by like 90% of what it could be. I think that's what it is. I, you hit it like on the dot. Yeah. Like, so. yes, it, yes, your hit rate's going to be better reaching out to those 10 people per week and like writing a thought out message, but your template should just be yeah, way more. Yeah. Volume. Like you can reach out to like back when I was, we didn't have LinkedIn. Like you can reach it. You can talk to anybody <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be surprised. Like your, yeah, your hit rate will go That's back down, but you just, social media, man, <laughs> your hit rate will go down from like you saying 35%, it'll drop to 10%, but you 10 X your, if you 10 X your outreach, you're still like quadrupling your, I don't even, I didn't do the math, but you're probably like quadrupling the number of leads you have and the number of calls you have. Yeah. Yeah. You're right about that. You're right about that. Okay. So, yeah. so don't worry about it. Your hit rate going down. Don't worry about people being pissed off. They'll just ignore you. It's all right. Okay. They can ignore me. They can ignore me. I have to ignore people all the time. People reaching out to me. It's not what do they reach out to you about? Can you talk to me about my career and, da -da -da and help me on the phone? like on linkedin or like yeah, emails yeah. both both everything both yeah i mean i like, ask are people, they students are they yeah. students or oftentimes students and people who i know who are in the like the mentor network for us who uh, mentor other kids if they need help i typically will get on the phone and try to help them through something like during a transition um but for like undergrads i can't always you know i can't do that yeah. just that's tough not enough time as you see i'm doing a ton of calls a lot of them out there there's a lot of kids yeah. out there. There's a lot of kids, yeah. you know, graduating in three or four months that aren't gonna, that are gonna 
kind of go through the motions and whatever. Don't be one of those kids. I'm not trying to be. Don't be one of those kids. Oh, I, I haven't. I haven't been trying to be. Like, you're not. No, I do. Like, I think you're just laid back like me, and like you, 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 you kind of. Um, when I was 21, 22, um, and I was going through this, it doesn't become real until like it becomes real, and it's like it's later, and then you're like, oh man, I don't have a job. It's too late. Yeah, uh, that's not where I'm trying to be. So, like, I definitely feel the stress. Like, maybe I don't like. You don't right show now. it. Yeah, you don't show it. You're yeah. cool and collected, definitely, which is good. Not, definitely not on these phone calls, but like when I'm alone, <laughs> like I'm stressed. <laughs> but, but put that put that stress to something good. Yeah, no, definitely. We'll put do. that stress into like working out and then like hitting LinkedIn for two hours and like, boom, I did it today. And then boom, getting on your emails and doing the reminder emails and um, getting, in the, getting those cycles going um, so that you're building up. You're just... I hear you. It's like taking, um, if I told you to, uh, let's put in basketball terms. I told you, you have to hit 20 half court shots before you have a job. Mm-hmm. 20, you have to hit 20 half court. Shots. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to shoot a thousand before, or like maybe, maybe me, I maybe hit like 31 <laughs> or 40. <laughs> no, but I understand like you're going to have, you're going to have to shoot a lot. Of you're going to you're gonna have to throw, <laughs> you're going to have to shoot a lot to get 20, like, you could probably you could probably do I don't know how often do you hit a half court shot like five percent of the time two percent of the time I don't really practice it but if I did yeah probably like two percent of the time <laughs> it's actually it's it's more like you have to hit a hundred half court shots yeah yeah that that's insane to get, a, like, to get a full time offer to shoot a thousand plus yeah more yeah you'd probably have to shoot two thousand shots so think of it that way you got to shoot 2,000 shots to get 100 half court shots going in before you have that full-time offer if you think of it that way of but like it's going to happen it's just a matter of time and like you're just putting in those like because those those 100 shots is basically like 100 interviews it's basically like you getting 100 calls 100 interviews 100 strong leads Mm -hmm. and just the funnel Mm -hmm. the math just works eventually you find you're talking to somebody you follow up with somebody that you had reached out to, you know, three months because you have that right inbox reminding you to just give them an update. Boom. You're hitting them again. They're like, actually, wow. What do you know? We're actually just looking for somebody right now. And spot just opened up and you're like, hey, I'm right Come here. Come on down. Come yeah, on so, down. <laughs> so that's the thing. Um, just, just take more shots, dude. A lot more yeah. shots. We'll do. I always talk I'm to people. Like, I'm like, how many people you reach out to this thing? And they're like, oh, 10, 20, 30. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. You got to reach out a lot more. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not comfortable. It's not fun. It's mindless. You got to get like a good track. Like a, I don't know. I don't, what do you listen to? I listen to an eclectic mix, just like anything really. So anything? if you got any good, play, if you got any good playlists, shoot it my way. Whatever. Can you like hype you up on some coffee and some whatever, just to plow through those two hours a day? It, it's huge. It's yeah, huge. Gotta, gotta get it going. And two hours a day, by the way, is LinkedIn. But that's not everything you could be doing because you, ideally you're taking calls outside of that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe it'll start just, It'll start building up. Like maybe you just wake up from 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. before your classes every day and just do it. This is not half bad. I've been kind of doing that for like my modeling. Like when I was uh, mm-hmm. getting ready for the super day, I would wake up early, like hit yeah. the modeling and then go to class. So I think, you know... Um, I think doing some sort of balance, like getting a calendar uh, in place where you're like, Hey, Monday through Friday, six to 8 AM is my top of funnel outreach on LinkedIn. Then you say, I go to class, um, mm-hmm. get some lunch and then, you know, whatever, when I get out of class from six to 8 PM after dinner or right before dinner, um, I'm going to do, um, all my follow-ups on my emails mm-hmm. to, to my, um, to my people and then have dinner. And then from like nine to 10, um, I'm going to talk to my girlfriend, <laughs> like, you know, it's like whatever. And then, yeah. um, and then go to bed. But like in those two hours where you're doing the follow-ups, like it could be maybe you're not going to do two hours of follow-up like, uh, every day because the hit rate is going to be lower. So it'll be like, I think you should keep those two hours every morning until it becomes overwhelming where you're getting too many people agreeing to do calls. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, so like those evening times could be slotted for phone calls or if you have mm-hmm. a, a slots in the middle of the day, like today, for example, it's middle of the day. 
Like if you have these, you could offer all of those up to for like, you know, just 10 minutes of your time, 15 minutes, you know, 10 minutes of your time would be great. Da, 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 da. And you just keep them on the phone for 10, 15 minutes. You make that connection and then mm -hmm. boom, four weeks later, you're following up. Then eight weeks later, you're following up again, letting them know what's going on as you get closer and closer to, to D-Day. Makes sense. Okay. Sounds good. So next time we, with. next time we talk, I want, I want you to be like, oh my gosh, dude, I've been on the phone nonstop. <laughs> I want you to feel like a telemarketer uh, where you're, <laughs> well, look, I mean, dude, the beauty of this is you're only talking to people that have agreed to talk to you. Yeah. It's not sales you're getting hung up on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like started bother you. Not like one movie, it's such a good movie. I don't know if exactly. you've seen it. Exactly. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think that's all you need to really tweak um, this. Definitely take this. Um, the Irvine one and this other one in Palo to take it super seriously mm -hmm. um, in the sense of, you know, make sure you have your, your technicals and your behaviorals down, mm -hmm. especially for the tech firm. Um, I think we'll be good. How are the, yeah. Lakers, how are the Lakers doing? I think we just broke 40 the other day. So they're doing quite all right. Uh, there's been some talk about like how they're, going to hold up against the Clippers in the playoffs since I think the Clippers just got like Marcus Morris. Um, so we'll see. They got what? The, yeah. South, the Clippers got what? I think they got Marcus Morris. I think like that's the last I heard about the before the trade deadline. And then I kind of went blank from NBA talks just because of this week and all. Yeah, the uh, I think the Celtics studying, just had a. But, yeah, I think, Celt I think they got Marcus Morris. The Celtics just so. beat the Clippers in double overtime last night. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, you know, I I saw the highlights. I thought that was pretty crazy. Jason Tatum went off at the end, so good for you guys. He's, good for you guys. he's starting to show what he can do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Super <laughs> gone. Could have could have gone before Alonzo. <laughs> definitely yeah. could have been that two spot. <laughs> yeah, that was not a great pick. And the, the great part about that was the Celtics had the first pick of the draft. They traded down to the third pick. Yeah. And yeah, I remember Fultz, that. Bolts and Ball went ahead of them. And then um, the Celtics also got up the Memphis pick next year because of that, mm -hmm. which is, I, yeah, which could be lottery again. Good for you guys. <laughs> Good for you guys. <laughs> I think Lonzo Ball starting to shine now. It's just maybe the the, the program uh, with the Lakers organization wasn't working out for him. I think I think he's doing better with the young core. Uh, yeah, where is say. he now? Did he go to? Um, New Orleans, he's right? The, he's with the, yeah, yeah. He's in New Orleans with the Pelicans. That's how you got David. He's starting to shine now. Yeah, he's starting to shine now. Yeah, he'll be good. If he learns how yeah. to shoot, right? So. <laughs> it's getting better. Not too worried about that right now. Worry about my Lakers. So. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's going to be an exciting playoffs either way. Yeah, I think the league is a little more uh, balanced this year than the past few years. So it'll be fun to watch. The West like, is still better. Clearly, but. Yeah, it's still better, but there's there isn't just like one dominant team like yeah. the Golden State Warriors. So it's it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It'll be, it'll be good. Cool, man. Well, look, um, let me know if I can help in any way. If you want to send me any kind of drafts of emails or outreach, mm -hmm. whatever you're using, we can do that. Um, but I think like the to start like yeah, just hit up any UC Irvine anywhere. Hit up any UCs anywhere. Then hit then start going non-targets. Mm -hmm. They tend to be a little more open to talking to other non-targets because they feel like when they were in that position, no one responded to them. Mm. So your hit rate will probably be much better than talking to some kids at some Ivy Leagues. Got it. Yeah, I don't think I've been doing too much networking with some Ivy Leagues. So. <laughs> That's, I haven't crossed that box off yet, and I don't think I will soon. You don't need to because there's just such a big pool of, of state school kids in, in yeah. these types of jobs. So. Um, well, maybe you will if you if you actually start treating it like a, <laughs> a machine. If you get the machine going, yeah, um, no, I will. I definitely will. I'll keep you updated, and I'll uh, definitely look into Sales Navigator too. Um, also, I just sent you the like the bank in Irvine, cool. uh, like via Skype. So I don't know if you want to give that a perfect. look uh, once yeah. we get off. So yeah, it's perfect. I'll take a look and I'll give you my thoughts, and then um, yeah, dude. Um, good luck with everything. Definitely keep me updated. Uh, you know, do your Monday morning updates because I like checking in on that. Um, and Sounds hearing, good. Yeah, I apologize about that. It's all right. It's all right. 
because I, I I just like hearing like but, uh, yeah, I'll definitely send a reminder. Keeps you honest. <laughs> keeps you honest. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I like that too. <laughs> cool, man. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm happy you kind of have more time now with that without that internship. I think it's gonna if, if you use it properly. I think you'll I think you'll start getting a lot more uh, a lot more um, at bats. So sounds good. I we'll appreciate it, soon. man. All right, man. Chat soon. Okay, bye. Bye. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, Patrick at WallStreetOasis.com. Until next time. Thank you.